International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, Power for Manifester, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. So grateful, so thankful that you have joined me today from all over the world. And I can truly say with all of the faith that's on the inside of me, I want you to come into agreement with me that your life will never be the same again, that what you're going to hear today will radically shift you and really push you forward so that you can live your best life. Well, it is a beautiful spring day here in the ATL. Wow, so beautiful. I have been really loving looking at the blossoming of the dogwood trees. And as I take my daily walk, it's just just magnificent. I said that it really shows and reveals the splendor and the glory of God. Got a great show for you today. My very special guest back for the second time, Coot Blackston. And he's going to be talking about the magic of surrender uh, and how you can begin to surrender and trust that the universe will bring to you your highest good. I know it's going to be so great. Well, you can follow me on social media. Um TikTok and Instagram is Law of Attraction Constance. Twitter is LOA Constance. Facebook, Coach with Constance at least twice a week. Of course, my famous YouTube channel, Constance Arnold. And um, I upload probably about two, three minute videos twice a week. And I might even do one short. So you will experience me in a different way. uh, And it'll be quick, short, and to the point. So you can visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com, and take a look at all of my products, my two books, Secrets of Success and How to Attract Genuine Love. You know, we don't want any fake love. I'm going to be answering a question from a listener around relationships in just a few minutes. But also, you could take a look at my coaching packages at some of my testimonies from my clients. I tell you what, my clients are just showing out. I mean, manifestations are coming uh, just to them from the left and from the right. But it is a universal law that when you hear your soul and do your inner work, you really make room for for your manifestation. Uh, If you didn't hear my show last week where I... Uh, did live coaching, and and I'm calling that real life, real problems, real solutions. And go back and listen to that. And if you would like to be coached live on the air, email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, I want to answer this listener's question who happens to be a female. And the bottom line is, 
why do I keep attracting the same kind of partner? I'm online, but I keep attracting guys who are not really serious, uh, who are playing games, etc. And let me just make a couple of comments. You attract who you are. Everything you need is on the inside of you. You just need to align with a different version of who you are. You always choose according to your self-concept and your self-esteem, and you never choose any higher than yourself. And this listener shared with me some of the characteristics of the guys that she's been attracting. And I would say to you, I would really come off of the dating app and spend that time, energy, and effort on really identifying, shifting, and changing and healing my own doggone soul so that you can begin to make choices from a healthy place. Does everybody see that? Because you never choose any higher than how you see yourself. What you view is what you do. And you guys know that uh, the state of Georgia paid me a lot of money. And all I did for five years was just travel around. And I specifically, they they targeted women. And uh, I specifically taught on women who love too much, women in codependency, smart women, foolish choices, and all of the above. That's a book, by the way. I didn't say that. So just for the listener, really quick, these are some signs that you are choosing dysfunctional, unhealthy relationships. You assume responsibility for other other folks' feelings and behaviors. You attract partners that need fixing or help. Raise your hand, y'all, if this is you. You focus in on the needs of others while ignoring your own. You 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 are attracted to the neediness of other folk. Really, you're looking outside of yourself because on the inside, you don't feel lovable and worthy of love. You're fantasizing about what could be instead of what is. You mentioned in your email that um, this guy said to you he didn't want a, a committed relationship. But when a man, my dear, tells you he doesn't want a committed relationship, he does not. And it is your own neediness. And I'm going to use this word that I use with my client. I'll use I'll use what I said about myself some decades ago. I was starving for love. So you fantasize about what could be instead of dealing with what is really uh, uh you probably are making choices from a low self-esteem, a low self-concept, not feeling love lo feeling unlovable, excuse me, unacceptable and unworthy and being terrified of abandonment. So guys, until you make a decision to go in and do the inner transformation, I don't even like the word work. I was telling somebody this week, you spend more on a car than you do your own recovery. It's a guy. I told a lady, you spend more on your Louis Vuitton and your Gucci bag than you do your recovery. It is not outside of you. 
And I would say to you, my dear, I would I, I would get some counseling, some coaching. You're going to hear me say this again. I would go to a free, I know you live in Europe, a, a free support group around relationships. I would look at my childhood. Y'all have heard my teaching on, on the programming of the subconscious. I would look at my childhood. Whatever you did not get as a little girl, you are looking for that. So spend the time on transforming your own self. It doesn't have to take long on healing your own soul, healing your own wounds. And it's really a lot of pressure on a partner for you to expect for them to meet all of your needs, make you happy and whole when in fact, according to your email, and I say this with love and compassion, you're not really loving yourself. So, so, so that's what I would say to you. If you keep making the same choices, it means that there is a subconscious program that's running. You got two programs running at the same time that who you are is not enough. And to put yourself on a dating website when in fact you should be going inside and healing your soul it 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 is really a painful experience. It's not outside of you. It's on the inside. And you guys have heard me say that next to my relationship with God, my support groups, my coaching, and my therapy is what brought to me healing, money, love, and success. Because really what you're doing is changing an entire paradigm. So if any of you are serious about coaching, you're, ready, you're like, Constance, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Email me for a discovery call. It would be 20 minutes. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm listening to see if you think and if I think we might be a vibrational match. Really, it has to be a divine matchmaking experience. So email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. We're going to go to these quick commercials, and then I'm going to be right back with Coot Blackson. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com.
Well, everybody, I am back and really excited. And you better put your seatbelt on. We got a baller in the house. We got a spiritual man in the house. Let me introduce him. Introduce him. You know, the Bible says, give honor to whom honor is due. And my very special guest again is Mr. Coot Blackston. He is a best-selling author. He is a beloved inspirational speaker and transformational teacher. He speaks at all kinds of events, um, including AFES, Young Presidents Organizations, and Entrepreneurs Organizations. He does seminars all over the world, and he was the winner of the 2019 Unity New Fault Walden Award. He is widely, widely considered to be the next generational leader in the field of personal development. This is my third time interviewing him. And every time I do, it is so powerful. I receive so many emails from all over the world. And he's here to give us uh, part two of his book, The Magic of Surrender, Finding the Courage to Let Go. So, Coot, welcome back to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the energy. Well, you are the man, so <clears throat> let's just get right to it. I'm here in the ATL, and you are in Los, uh, Angeles. Los Angeles. So the last time we talked, you had moved to Miami. Ooh, moved to you, Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you had uh, chosen to surrender a relationship. Ah, uh, yes. And so... We kind of know, we want to know where you are and we're going to just delve right into wow, wow, wow. what you is know, surrender, <clears throat> I've been living the surrender journey, folks. It's real. Um, for me, I'm not just writing about it. I'm living mm -hmm. it and, and experimenting with it and putting it into practice. So I had, yes, I was living in LA, moved to Phoenix for a year and from Phoenix, sold my house in Phoenix, moved to Miami. And I... I was sure that I surrendered the relationship. I thought I was going to be with this this amazing woman, but it turned out to not be the one and surrendered that and ended up in Miami and was sure that Miami was going to be the place for me for the next like 20 years. I mm -hmm. love the vibe. I love the energy. And, you know, it just goes to show many times when we think we know something, we really don't know something. But sometimes when we think we don't know something, we're actually closer than we think we're closer than we appear and so I think part of surrender is the willingness to to intentionally like not know the degree to which we can embrace the unknown is the degree to which we are free and the degree to which we can dance in the unknown is the degree to which we will experience freedom and I think when we when we are willing to stand in the unknown we're not putting limitations on life this is what this is. This is what this is. This is what this relationship is. This is what this experience is. Rather than trying to impose a meaning on something, when we can stand in the openness of unknown, we are available, truly, fully available to the infinite possibilities of the universe manifesting in our life. And I think that's when the magic happens. And so here I am in Miami thinking in my own little <laughs> intelligent self that this is where I'm going to be for the next 20 years. And sure enough, a year later, I end up moving from Miami back to Los Angeles, totally unexpected. I think the universe sometimes has a sense of humor. But uh, during this time, 
uh, being in Miami, I ended up uh, not in Miami, but I ended up uh, meeting my wife, ended up getting married. I didn't uh, know that. Yes, ended up getting married uh, to an amazing woman that was uh, not what I expected, but better and more than I could have planned for myself. And so I realized now that had I not moved to Miami, I would not have met her. And then, you you know, many times when things don't go according to plan or what we project and intend with our conscious mental ego's awareness, uh, we sometimes collapse, we contract, we curse the universe out. And when things don't go according to plan, I think it's so important that we step back and trust that the universe is always working for our highest good, even if we can't see it right now, because when we look at an experience from the lens of the ego, the ego itself is very limited. Mm -hmm. The ego itself is conditioned from past experience and it cannot see the total infinite possibilities of what is unfolding in our life right now. So when something doesn't happen, we think it's the worst thing, but sometimes the worst things is really the best things. And sometimes things not happening is the universe rearranging pieces of the puzzle in the play of life to to conspire for your highest good. And so I always tell people when things don't work out, rather than feel like a victim or complain, step back, be open and get curious. Get curious and ask yourself the question, what more amazing thing is the universe seeking to do right now? You don't have mm-hmm. to know what it is, but just stay open. What more amazing thing is the universe seeking to unfold in my life, in my career, in my business right now? And stay open. I think curiosity is a key element of surrender. Because often when you're curious, then you are open, you're available, and you're willing to allow life to show you, life to lead you. And in so many ways, we are projecting onto life based on our limited conditioning and programming from past and childhood and past experiences, rather than allowing life to show us. And so when we when we can be open, then it's almost as though we're allowing the highest impulse of life to emerge, to express, to unfold through us, in us, and as us. And I think that's when our manifestation is not limited to our humanness. Our manifestation is arising from the infinite intelligence of life itself. And that's when the magic and miracles happen. And so, yeah, I ended up uh, in Miami, ended up moving back to LA, but it was in Miami. And because of Miami that I traveled to Brazil, I woke up one day. Uh, Constance woke up one day and mm-hmm. God said, go to Brazil. I'm like, hell no, I don't want to go to Brazil. Why am I going to have no reason to go to Brazil? No. And so you see, this is where the universe mm. will not just guide us and, and lead us in ways that doesn't always make sense to our logic. And one of the ways we 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 trip ourselves up and block ourselves from experiencing the magic is the constant need to understand what everything means. We've got to understand what does this mean? What does this mean? Where's this going? How is this going to work out? And and so the need to understand everything is just the ego's way of trying to control everything because mm-hmm. we mistakenly believe that if I can control everything, then I won't get hurt again like I was hurt when I was five, like I was hurt when I was 10, like I was hurt when mom and dad left me or something happened. And so the strategy of control, even though it's well intended, is the ego's limited way of trying to protect us in some way. It's just limiting. And this is how we often limit life because we get a nudging, we get a guidance, turn left, go here, move here, do this. And we're like, but why? But I need to understand. But what if? 
What if not? What does this mean? But I'm not sure. And we start overanalyzing. And before you know it, we talk ourselves out of just listening to the pure nudging. And so the universe, your soul, will speak to you sometimes in some of the most gentlest ways. It won't always be a loud siren bell, but but we we're constantly not paying attention. We're expecting the guidance to come in some different way, mm-hmm. or we overanalyze and we talk ourselves down. So I just tell people, follow life, become a follower of life. Life in and of itself, it has an intelligence. The same intelligence that is life is the same intelligence that is breathing you. It's breathing me. The same intelligence of life is is functioning trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of cells in your body right now without any of your conscious willpower or intention. There is an intelligence inside of us that is an intelligence of the universe that knows exactly what to do and how to do it if we are willing to get ourselves out of the way. And then here we are as human beings, we often say, but Constance, how do I trust the universe? Yeah. How, do I, how do we not trust the universe when the universe is living us, it's functioning us, it's digesting to us? Every day the sun shines, every day the light comes out, every day the clouds are there, every day the sky is there, night and day, every day. Life is life is continually in process. And so somehow I think we trust Siri on our iPhones more than we trust the wow. universe, more than we trust life. How do we trust Siri more than we trust life? And so uh, I've, I've really learned at a whole nother level to trust the universe at a whole nother level. And so, yeah, for me, meeting my wife was just pure grace. And it was just a, a confirmation, a reaffirmation from the universe that, you know what? Surrender is the password for freedom. Surrender is wow. the real secret to manifestation. Like surrender is the real secret to having everything you want and more. Surrender is the real key to peace. Surrender is the key to the next level of one's life. So, <clears throat> so when you said two things, well, two things. So when the spirit said go to Brazil, did you go to go? Brazil? Mm-hmm. So here's yes. Yeah, so here's what happened. I was in okay. Egypt teaching. All I heard was go to Brazil. I'm like, go to Brazil. So here's the mind, the ego comes in like. I've no, I've been there before. I don't really need to go back. I love it, but I have no reason to go back, and I'm not in the mood for a vacation. Mm-hmm. So my mind is going. But the pull was so strong. It was, it was, it was, it was Constance. It was like go to Brazil, go to Brazil. Brazil. Wow. Like, uh, you know, when I get this nudging, this nudging has is what brought me to America. This nudging is what helped me when I go. So I know this feeling. But I didn't know where it's going to go. This is why I say you don't have to know where you're going to go. You don't have to know where you're even going to get to exactly where you need to be. There's an intelligence that knows if you're willing to trust it. So I heard the nudging. Go to Brazil. Oh, I know this feeling. I know this feeling. When mm-hmm. I don't trust this feeling. When I don't trust this feeling. But when I trust it. So I said, okay, I bought my ticket. Got my accommodations. And then at the end of my my, my event in Egypt, I was like, I'm literally flying from Egypt back to Miami in the morning. My flight leaves to Brazil that evening. I'm like, I don't want to get on another plane. I just flew 22 hours. Now I'm going to fly another 10 hours. Like for a reason, I have no idea, no idea. And and so the only reason I followed through on it was because I already had a non-refundable accommodation. (laughs) And, and, And so I showed up. Yes. And I think it's important that we listen. We are obedient. We take action and we show up. And then we... We stand in the full availability. You see, there there is fake surrender mm. and real surrender. I don't know if we talked about this last. No, 
that fake surrender a real surrender. And it goes like this is going to bust a few people. Okay. And hopefully, we're ready. Help a few people. We're ready. Fake surrender is when you say, okay, I know I need to do this, or I know I need to let this go. I need to surrender. So I'll do it in order to get XYZ. I'll let this relationship go because, you know, you got to let it go in order to have it. So I'll let this person go so that they'll come back to me. It's surrender as a uh, with conditions. Mm -hmm. It's surrender as a negotiation. It's surrender as a business agreement. I'll surrender in order to. So we still have an attachment and expectation of what we are perceiving to happen, what we are calculating will happen when we surrender. This is sneaky. This is fake surrender. Real surrender is like when you feel that nudging, go here, do this, let this go. You know it's true. You know you need to let it go. You know you need to do that thing. But you don't have an idea and you, you're willing to not project into the future what you think will happen. But like, I know I need to go there and I'm willing to like not know what will happen. Like, I don't know, but I know this is the direction. I don't know, but I know I need to let this go. I don't know. And I know this is where I'm being guided. So that willingness to not know, that's when you, you don't put any limitations of your conscious mental knowing on the universe. You're like, I surrender without conditions, no conditions to the surrender. I surrender. That's when you move into an infinite dimension of possibilities. And that's mm. when the real magic happens. Because now there's not, I'll surrender so that this person will do this. So that it's, I surrender. There's no limits. There's no limits of this. There's no limits of this. There's no limits of this. There's just, I surrender. Now there is the space for the highest good. You know, God, universe, whatever we believe works in mysterious ways. That's the magic of surrender, those mysterious ways that you could not have planned for yourself. And so true surrender is a surrender without conditions. And that brings you into grace and that brings you into the flow of miracles. Okay, you've already answered most of my questions just with, hmm. with sharing. So you said that surrender is the key to manifestation. The key Ex to manifestation. Talk about that yes, a little bit. Because many times you see we are planning and manifesting our lives. Yeah. From the level of the mind. Okay, set your goals. Write your, nothing wrong though. Write your goals down. Create that vision board. You know, what do you, what the old ego-based paradigm for manifestation. What do you want? Mm -hmm. What do I want? The challenge is this. You might manifest what you wanted. And you might get it. Only to realize that what you thought you wanted was not what you really wanted. Mm -hmm. It was just what you thought you wanted based on who you thought you were, based on who you thought you were. And the, and, and the mechanism that is deciding what it wants, I want that car, I want that house, I want that thing, I want that whatever it is. The mechanism is the mind, the persona, the ego, which in and of itself is limited and conditioned by the so past true. experience. And many times our goals of what we try to manifest, not always, aren't always authentic. They're sometimes projections of unmet needs from childhood. You know, daddy didn't love me. Uh, uh, I was bullied at school. 
I always came last in, 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 mm -hmm. in sports. So I feel unworthy. I feel not enough. So if I can just make a gazillion dollars, if I can just look beautiful, if I can just get the guy, the girl, the house, the, the fame, the fortune, win the Oscar, then I'm going to be enough. And so our goals are often, uh, 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 it, through our goals, we're often trying to get certain needs met that weren't met. And so when we are motivated from that paradigm, it's always limited. And so for me, the real question, and so no matter what we can make up from the level of the, the logic or the ego or the mind, because the mind and the ego is in and of itself conditioned, mm -hmm. right? It, our manifestation will still be in a realm of limitation. We could look at Nelson Mandela, spent 27 years in prison. Wow. We could say, should he have not spent 27 years in prison? Should he have not spent 27 years in prison? What if he did? What if he did not spend 27 years in prison? Would he have become the Mandela that we know? But I'm probably not. Imagine the depth of meditation, yeah. the depth of forgiveness, the depth of connecting with God that he had to go through and go into himself to connect with, to stay sane. That cooked him, that that developed him, his soul force that he was able to come out and now move the world. Yeah. Now, I'm sure he didn't sit down and say, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. Let me write on my, my in my journal. I'm going to spend 27 years in prison. That's going to be one. And no, that wasn't in his plan. That wasn't in his mental you know, intention, his goal list. But it was what was necessary for the evolution and the unfolding of his soul and the manifestation of what life wanted to express through him. So the question we should ask ourselves is not simply, what do I want? But what is it that life, what is it that the divine, what is it that God, what is it that the universe is seeking to express through me? What is it that life is seeking to manifest through me? What is it that consciousness is seeking to unfold through me? What is it that this divine intelligence is seeking to express through me? And I think when we really ask ourselves this deep question, we tap into another dimension of possibility, another dimension of grace. Because if you look at every truly, 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 truly great person, Jesus, Buddha, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Mandela, Martin Luther King, Bruce Lee, Muhammad Ali, Bob Marley, the list goes on. Oprah, at some point, they had to surrender themselves. To something oh, true. Different. They had to surrender themselves to that a purpose that was bigger than themselves. They had to surrender themselves to the universe. They had to surrender themselves to life. They had to surrender themselves to the deepest impulse of what was seeking to express through them, which may not have been what they thought their life was going to look like. But in that surrender, they transcended their human limitations. And in that transcendence of their human limitations, they were able to tap into another dimension of their own potential. And that's when life, God, the infinite intelligence, manifested through them, manifested in them, manifested as them, and used them for amazing things. Life, What life is able to manifest through us is more than we can do on our own more than we can do with our limited sort of willpower because now we tap into the potential of the universe itself. And that is the source of all power. That is the source of infinite intelligence. And so I'm not telling people to sit there and just do nothing. Well, what do I sit? Do I just sit there and do nothing and just 
twiddle my f- thumbs and you know watch Netflix and just wait. No, mm-hmm. you feel you feel what is the universe seeking? What is God seeking to express? And you feel what that is. You tune in. You meditate on that. You sense. You feel what feels right, and you start catching the deeper vision of what is emerging. Then you can write that down. Then you can put. Then as you catch that vision, oh, go to Brazil. Oh, launch that business. Oh, do that thing. Then you start writing that down. But you're not just creating from your ego mind based on what you think you should do and comparing yourself to other people. You're feeling something deeper moving through you. What is wanting to express, and then you can write that down. Then you can list that because we think that our dreams are our dreams. Mm-hmm. But our dreams belong to the universe. And so when so you true. tune in deeper than your mind and you catch the vision that is seeking to emerge, that dream is arising from the deeper dimension of life itself through you and you become the vessel for the manifestation of the dream and the vision. Then you can write it down. One, two, three, four, five. And now your dreams are authentic. You're authentically aligned with your soul's highest intention. Then you can make your goals and your list and your plan and your strategy and your marketing and put your money behind the dream and the vision. But it's a dream and a vision that is in alignment. And to me, this is key. And then you give 100%. You give 100%. Mm-hmm. So, so surrender doesn't mean you sit there and do nothing and you sit there and just wait and you sit there and twiddle your thumbs. No, you do your part. So surrender is not an abdication of responsibility. You might work harder than you've ever worked. You might be a workaholic for a moment. You might be working nonstop because the vision is so big. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But you're working in alignment to manifest what is true and authentic for your soul. And so when, you, when you're not just manufacturing goals from your ego, but you're tuning into the deeper truth, now you're surrendering and, yeah. and that that is a that is a more expanded expansive level of manifestation and yeah. often when, when you get yourself out of the way and say okay universe i'm feeling this vision i'm going to go in this direction but you're not the key is you're not attaching to it's got to be this thing it's got to look like this it's got to be this person this person has to be my soulmate it has to be this goal we're like this is what i'm sensing this is what i'm feeling this is what feels authentic. Now I'm going to go 100%, but don't get attached to the outcome. Don't get attached to the result because when we start getting attached to the outcome and result, we start putting limitations on life. But when you can be open and available, then you you, you move in the direction. Then you mm-hmm. grow and evolve. As you move in the direction and the pursuit of the goal, you grow and evolve. You become more aligned. You become more ready. You become more developed in your own consciousness. Then Sometimes the universe takes you in a whole different direction. But when we mm-hmm. get so attached to the goal, the dream, and the vision, because we think it has to be that way, we're not open to pivot. We're not open to the guidance of where life is taking us. And so when we manifest from a different place, it's life that is manifesting through us. Wow. And that's when the miracles happen. I, if I wasn't interviewing you, I would scream or something because it's <laughs> such powerful truth. Uh, and so I'm going to ask you these two questions you've sure. already answered that the sure. listener sent sure. in to me. And one is uh, a listener who is 
in search of a new job. She's really smart mm -hmm. and she's been sending out her resume. Hadn't anything happened. She's getting discouraged. And I told her, I said, well, you need to surrender. So she said, does that, does that mean I don't do anything? The second question uh, that a listener sent in was, and you know, this one real well, Coot, about attracting love. Uh, okay. So she, if, if I'm on a dating app, does that mean that I'm Ooh. not surrendered? Mm. So here mm. you go, mm. my brother. So the first mm. one is the job. Let's start with the job. Okay, okay. let's start with the job. Um, <clears throat> you, you, you're looking for, you currently don't have a job. She does. She has a job, oh. but she wants a job making more money, more money. making oh, six, okay. making six well, figures where down. she can be creative. I'm going to break this down spiritually, metaphysically, okay. and, and and sort of like real world. Okay. First, first you want you want to you have a job, you want a job making six figures, making more money. Mm -hmm. Okay. So number one, before we get too deep, is on a real level. You have to look at and ask yourself currently where you are. Are you, do you have the skill set in reality? I'm not saying you don't, mm -hmm. but do you have the real life skill set that is worth six figures? Mm -hmm. So, for instance, obviously, this is probably not you, but if someone is flipping burgers in McDonald's and they're like, I want to make six figures, the skill set of flipping burgers doesn't equate and translate to six figures. And so you have to be real and look at, are the skill set I have worthy of six figures? If not, you need to find a way to upgrade your skill set so that your skill set can equate to a six-figure income. That's just reality. Because you can't just affirm and meditate your way to six figures. Because the mm -hmm. truth is, at the deepest level of value, we are all beyond price tags we are mm -hmm. all infinitely True. valued so no income determines your value your your value is infinite let's just start there so what a mistake that people make sometimes spiritually is like i'm valuable i deserve to make six figures yeah but the challenge is money is a function of adding value mm -hmm. let me repeat money is a function of adding value you create value when you are of service. Mm -hmm. You are of service when you are solving a pain, a problem, or challenge. You can meditate all you want. You can pray to Jesus, Buddha, you know, whoever you want for more money. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. Money is a function of adding value. You add value when you solve a pain, problem, or challenge. So if you want to make more money, you need to figure out a way to take the focus off of yourself and solve specific pain, problem, or challenges around you in your community. Money is the transference of energy for when you solve someone's pain, problem, or challenge. And the more pain, problems, or challenges that you solve at higher levels, then likely you stand the capacity to make more money. Gotcha. It's really simple. So mm -hmm. you can want to make more money, but if you're not solving pain, problem, or challenge, like people want to hate on Jeff Bezos, okay, mm -hmm. and Amazon. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but the fact is I used Amazon Prime yesterday. I used Amazon Prime the day before. I used Amazon Prime the day before. And the truth is he created something mm 
obviously with the team, and I hope he's given back, but he created something that is solving a pain problem or challenge for billions of people. And so money is the functionality. Money is the vehicle uh, of how that value creation is returned. So to make more money, you have to be a value creator. And so if you're working the job that you're in, you have to ask yourself, for my employer currently, whatever salary you're making. Now, this isn't metaphysical. We're just talking sort of economic gotcha. business because this is a missing element. If I'm making 60000 70000 50000 40, whatever it is, is what I'm doing and is what I'm bringing creating more value to the company? So, so is what it is what I'm bringing and what I'm doing and the result that I'm creating, adding six figures, mid six figures, seven figures, you know, to the company? Because if it's not, and you're just sort of shuffling papers, then your position cannot justify an employer paying you six figures unless you're creating more value than you're consuming. That's good. More value than your salary. And so people want to get paid six figures. Then if you want to get paid six figures, no problem. Because if you're making your employer seven figures, they'll pay you six figures. It's not an issue. Absolutely. If you're creating and generating more value, they'll pay you the, the, the six figures. In fact, if you're helping your employer create eight figures, they'll pay you seven figures. It, you know, and, and so value creation is the key. And this is something that a lot of people miss. But I'm being valuable. I'm I'm have a, I have a, 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 a I'm making you know uh, 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 cotton cotton mittens for my pet chihuahua. I mean, it's valuable for your pet chihuahua, but it may not be valuable for you know for millions of people. So you have to figure out how do you, how do you create real tangible value? Focus on that, and in your job, you have to look at it objectively. It's not personal. Is what I'm doing justifying a six-figure income? A, in other words, is what I'm doing adding six to seven figures in the bottom line to my company that I'm working for? If it's not, you're not going to make six figures because there's not six figures to be able to justify paying you six figures. That's just the real economic terms of, of, of the strategy. The other thing I would say is mindset emotionally. Stay in the gratitude for the job that you have mm -hmm. and make sure that you are showing up in the job that you have with the utmost excellence. Because the mistake that many people make is that they, they say to themselves, well, I, I want to manifest a different job. So they're already mentally checked out of the job they have. And they're not bringing the best self to the job they have. And they're not doing the job they have at the highest level of excellence. So do the job that you have at the highest level of excellence. Number three, so you're staying in the flow of gratitude and appreciation. Mm -hmm. Number three, you need to make sure that you're taking time daily to work towards what you want, to work towards creating what you want in the world. And so I ask people, okay, you're working a job that you, you don't love, you're working a job that you, is not what you, your ideal scenario. How much time are you spending every day creating or moving towards what you want. And sometimes people will say, well, I don't know, you know, I don't have that much time. They ask them, what did you do on the weekend? 
oh, I went to the movies, hang out with friends. Did mm-hmm. like, if you don't like your job, you need to be spending, you know, every moment of spare time you have either researching new possibilities, developing the skills that make you a more valuable asset to your company or any company that you will move into, right? So that you can justify that six-figure income. And and, and so that you're spending your time that you have valuably preparing yourself, sharpening your axe to be worthy of the six-figure income. You're worthy emotionally as a spiritual being, but the skill sets in the real world have to justify that. And so make sure you're spending your time developing the skills. The other thing I would say, this is not what I was going to say, but look, we're moving into an age of technology. It's Mm -hmm. real. AI, chat GPT, it's real. Soon, two years, three years, many of the jobs that are currently, not all, but some of the jobs that are currently in existence today will become obsolete. Mm-hmm. With technology and AI and chat GPT becoming just a, a part of our culture, you can literally input certain things into the computer and it will create research, you know, write, structure things for you. And so if you're not growing your skills to become super valuable, it's going to be hard to justify six-figure income when an AI in a laptop right now can do that for free. So you have to be upgrading your skills and and technology understanding and savvy so that you can become truly, 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 truly valuable. Last thing I'll say is, one of the things I'll say is this, just trying to figure out how to say it, is, is I think it's important that you not only do the job that you have with utmost excellence, but you let go, like, like, yes, get clear about the ideal job you'd want. Get clear about the feeling you'd want. Get clear about the experience you'd want. Get clear about the salary you want. But I think it's so important that you also let go of the idea mm-hmm. of what and how you think it will manifest, what and how you think it will look like. Because sometimes we have an idea of the job we think we should be having when the truth is, the job we have or the job we need to be having is not necessarily the job we think we should be having based on our ego, based on our minds. So when you can let go, when you can let go of that and say, you know what universe, this is what I would love. And you have to look at, am I the person that is, who do I need to be? Let me phrase it this way. Who do I need to be in order to be, in order to manifest, in order to be ready, in order to, 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 to be a vibrational match for that next level of income and job. Because if you're not being that, then even if the job shows up, you won't be able to hold it. You won't be able to retain it. And so I think that's that's super important. That's so let go really of the good. idea of what you think it's going to look like and just be available and open. Say, universe, show me. I'm available for the right aligned job and work towards it. And so yeah, I think it's similar in many ways to, to relationships. Surrender yeah. doesn't mean doing nothing. Okay. The person that wants to be in relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, in relationship, you will attract to your person that is a mirror manifestation of yourself. You attract to you someone that you are vibrating in a similar uh, frequency with, moving in a similar direction with, also because your soul and their soul have similar lessons to learn in this particular moment in time. So 
relationship is a mirror manifestation of yourself. The person you attract to is a mirror manifestation of your consciousness reflecting to you parts of yourself that you most need to heal, integrate, learn, embrace right now. There is no relationship outside. Mm -hmm. You are in relationship with yourself manifested in the person you attract. So you have to ask yourself, do you like what you see? Mm -hmm. If you don't like what you see based on who you're attracting, don't point at the mirror. You've got to change yourself. And so if you're not attracting the person you want, it's not the person out there. It's you. It's you that you have to shift and heal and clear and release and let go and open to so that you can be the vibrational frequency to attract the type of person you want. That's one thing. So do the mental, emotional, psychological, spiritual work to clear your own inner blockages so that you can be the love that you truly are. Because when you're being the love that you are, you will attract a like vibrational match. Number one. Number two, similar to what I said, let, don't let your ideal scene of who you think you should be. Sometimes we have these ideas, especially in relationship. Mm -hmm. We make a list. He's got to be six foot four. He's got to, you know, have brown eyes. He's got to have a college degree. He's got to be the, this job. He's got to have, you know, wear size 15, 12 shoes. He's got to be, you know, all of these things that we don't realize that we are actually limiting the universe. Love and God is bigger than your ideal scene. So just make sure that your ideal scene isn't getting in the way of the divine. Just make sure your ideal scene isn't getting in the way of the divine. So yes, write what you want. But don't get so attached to it because sometimes love and, 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 and what your soul needs. We're talking about soulmates. Unless mm -hmm. you just want a one-night stand mate or a weak mate or a mind mate or a body mate. But if you want a soulmate, what your soul needs, sometimes more than what you can think for yourself. Sometimes what your soul, what, what your soul really needs is not what you really want or what you think you want in a different. And, and so... If you're truly wanting a soulmate, soul partner, then I think you have to surrender to the universe and say, universe, this is what I would love. But bring me my highest expression. Bring me my highest vibrational match. Bring me the person that is my most divine aligned person that can complement me in this moment of my life. And I think when we truly surrender and say, I'm available, I'm open to the highest good, the highest person, the highest good, then we're not putting in limitations. Got to look like this, got to look like this, got to, we're, we're, we're holding the intention, but we're, we're not uh, limiting it, saying he's got it all. He's, he, he's not from J Jamaica. So, he, <laughs> you know, it's like, we're like, I'm open. Maybe your soulmate's from Mongolia, but you're so busy looking at a person from Jamaica, but the person's from Mongolia and he's not six foot four, but he's five foot 10. And, and, but he's better than you can imagine. But because our minds are so fixated on this idea of how we think it should be, we're not even open to the person that God is trying to show us. God is trying to reveal to us. And so does it mean you don't go on social, uh, on social media or, or dating apps? No, you, 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 you surrender, and then you follow the flow. You do whatever you feel aligned, but you don't go into the dating app with an attachment. You don't go into the That's dating good. app uh, uh, with, with some resistance. You just say, I'm in the flow. I'm open. I'm not going into the dating app with some, I got to make it happen and control and make it into a business, but I'm going to go into the dating app, and I'm just going to be available. And maybe it will happen from a dating app, but I'm also going to go outside and, and live. The key is this. Live your life, follow your passion. 
create a life for yourself that is fulfilling, that is not dependent on anyone else being in your life, not depending on a partner showing up or not. Create a life for yourself that is so in love with yourself and you're so in love with your life that this way, that creates a vibration for that person to flow into so that when that person comes, they're not the cause of your love and happiness. They're just the icing on the cake and they're enhancing the love and happiness that is already present. So create a life that is full and joyous and happy. Fall in love with yourself and just live your life. And that's more likely to attract the person you want as you pursue the life that you love. So yeah, go on a dating app, but also go do things you love. Go hiking, go whatever you love to do. Just live your life. That will make you more magnetic. I love it. Well, you exhibit, and we got about eight minutes. So you were living your life um, and you and just really serving the world and surrendering. And you said that God gave you your wife yeah. uh, and it was above and beyond what gift. you could. It was a gift. A it gift. was not, God's not what grace. I expected, not what mm -hmm. I imagined, but better than I could have imagined when I yeah. look back now, when I look back now. But I don't know if initially I would have wrote this, I would have wrote what she was down on paper because I had my, oh, idea. But now I step back and I'm like, of course, this, this is her. This is it. And it's better. And it's more. Wow. Amazing. Well, how can people get your book? I mean, sure. it's so awesome. Thank and, you. And, um, and the God is just using you the way you break stuff down. You just break it all the way down on different levels. And we're so grateful that you you have and are choosing to surrender so that the spirit is just working through you to really touch the world. Do you have any upcoming seminars? Or what's yeah, going a couple on of there? things. I would okay. say for everyone, definitely get the book, The Magic of Surrender. Because Absolutely. It's on sale on Amazon, on paperback. Get it out, check it out. It's a very simple read that will break down a lot of amazing uh, concepts in a very applicable way. So that's the first thing. Yes, um, I'm playing a lot of seminars for the second half of 2023. Uh, one of the events that I am very excited about is I'm doing, uh, for the last 10 years, I have done a very special event to Bali. Uh, it's twice a year. That. It's called mm -hmm. Boundless Bliss Bali. People mm. can find out, yes, people can find out more at www.boundlessblissbali.com. That's boundlessblissbali.com. Um, this July, the 28th, through August the 8th. That's July the 28th through August the 8th is when the event is. I've done 20 of these events, Constance, in the last 10 years. I, uh, I this know. Year, <laughs> this year is my last year doing this mm -hmm. particular event. So I'm very excited about it, very passionate about it. It's 12 days, an experiential seminar training without walls in Bali. So if you're someone, you feel ready for your next level, if you feel ready to heal the conditioning of the past to connect with your true power and share your gifts with the world. Like join me in Bali, July the 28th, www.boundlessblissbali.com. And my main website, Coop Blackson, K-U-T-E, Coop Blackson. Um, Instagram, Coop Blackson. Facebook, Coop Love Now. And my podcast, Soul Talk. I follow you on Instagram. Thank and you. uh, you'd be really sharing some powerful information. So in closing, 
What would be the last thing you would want listeners to hear, Coot, about surrender? About surrender. Um, or, or whatever you feel like the spirit is saying through you. To the look, world. I don't know what I said last time. So maybe I, I, I don't know if this will be if I said this last time, but I would just remind people that you're going to die. Hmm. You like didn't you say are, that last time. You are going to die. I want you to feel that. There's no way out of the human experience. Mandela died. Martin Luther King died. Gandhi died. Mother Teresa died. You and I will die. None of us know when that moment will come. I hope we all live a long life, but tomorrow is not a guarantee. So feel, feel your death. Not as a morbid thing, but as a fierce urgency and inspiration to live life fully now, to love fully now, because we don't have time. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, many of us, we live like we got forever. Oh, I'm 30, I'm 40, I'm 50. I got to, we don't have time. Mm-hmm. This moment is the only guarantee. This moment is the only guarantee. Today is the only moment we have. And when we die and we meet our maker, we can't go to God and say, hey, God, can I get a refund on those two years that I wasted in that relationship? Can I get a refund on those five years I wasted in that job I hated? It's gone. So if death came right now, would you be ready? What would you regret? How would you need to live in such a way that you don't have any regrets. What's ungiven? What's unsaid? What's unexpressed? What, what, what's unforgiven? What grudges are you holding on to? Folks, it's not worth it. Mm -mm. So feel your death and use that as a fierce urgency to wake up to living fully now. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, go to his website and get the book on Amazon, The Magic of Surrender, Finding the Courage to Let Go, the one and only Mr. Coop Blackson. Thank you so much, Coop. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.